0: Hey, it's Minister Ju here with the Oh My God, You What? podcast. If you've silently wondered or verbally asked, cried out, even screamed, Oh my God, how in the world? Oh my God, why in the world? Oh my God, who in the world? And oh my God, what in the world? This space was created with you in mind. Listen, none of us chose to be born. When, why, to whom, even what gender? Yet, here we are. Episodes will include my own personal soap journals to help inspire in you a new look at the Bible, the God of the Bible, using an acrostic called SOAP. Take an eight-week SOAP Bible journey Give it an honest and committed try and see if your Oh My God questions don't get the Oh My God answers you deserve. If nothing changes in you and for you for the better, after eight weeks, walk away and leave it alone. Hey, last week's homework was to soap 1 Samuel chapter 8. That is the first book of Samuel in the Old Testament chapter 8. And what I chose to soap about this week was verses 6 to 7. That's First Samuel 8, 6, and 7. But when they said, give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord told him, listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. My O is the observation. That was my S, scripture. The next two verses I include as my observation. Samuel, ever since I brought them out of Egypt, they have turned away from me and worshipped other gods. And now they are doing to you what they have always done to me. So then listen to them, but give them strict warnings and explain how their kings will treat them. You can read the rest of this story, but the in 1 Samuel chapter 8, how that ends up. But the rest of my observation for these scriptures is, Here is Israel turning their backs on the only God who has delivered them over and over and over again. Israel's God was the God other nations feared. Other nations actually feared Israel because of the God. They knew that Israel wasn't much of a people or a strong warrior country, only except that their God, this God, the living God, was the one who fought for them and who went before them. These nations knew this. And now Israel was turning their backs on the only God that they knew that was over them, And wanted a mere human God. Dang it. If the grass just doesn't look greener on the other side. This is the God King who rained down terror on Egypt to free them from slavery. But he also put on the Egyptians' hearts to give them silver, gold, and precious clothes. And whatever they would ask for as a departing gift. Really? Wow. Wow. Same God-king, not letting them go through enemy country because at the time the Israelites had been slaves for 400 plus years. What did they know about war? What did they know about fighting? If they had seen war, God said they would have probably cowered back to go back to Egypt in an enslavement. Egypt was not their home but it was the only home that they knew and it was better than the unknown that god was taking them to he provided food meat and shelter and protection while in the while in the wilderness for 40 years yet still after all this time not satisfied with who they had protested to get what other nations had even if it cost them their own independence so my application to this, this reading was, it's easy to read the history of an event and of a people as a reader standing outside history to judge them, just like watching a game from the bleachers, judging every move the players make, judging every shot, stroke, or strategy from the bench. Which, what was he thinking? That was such a stupid shot. You should have gone that way, this way, shot it this way, hit it there. If only Trump, if only Biden. And then the God who has delivered me from drugs and recreated my life to have a future with a hope stops me right in my tracks with, Juliet, if I included your life in the Bible, what would people read? Oh, snap. You think Trump can make America great again. You think Biden will run the country broke? The Bible is a history of real life events. This was not left to you to judge, but to learn from. From the beginning, the first couple in the garden to the last before the return of Christ, people will keep rejecting me as their Lord and King. Juliet, I am love and love allows for absolute freedom. The freedom to believe me, with the freedom to reject me. My life is my own personal living testimony of God's grace made public. At one point, God allowed for me to reject Him as my Savior and Lord, and still the, oh my God, grace to receive me when I fell flat on my face and cried out for Him to help me. I am in no way better than these Israelites who had everything good going for them and still wanted more, wanted different. Solomon writes, All things continue the way they have since the beginning. The same things will be done that have always been done. There is nothing new in this life. You find that in Ecclesiastes 1.9. People are people, and God will always be king, whether they want him as their own or not. And a proverb is written, People think that whatever they do is right, but it is God who judges the reason for doing it. That's Proverbs 16, 2. Thank you, God, that you didn't hold my ignorance against me. Later, the Apostle Paul writes this about himself, which is actually encouraging for me. He writes, I am aware that nothing good lives in me, I mean, nothing good lives in the part of me that is not spiritual. I want to do what is good, but I don't do it. I don't do the good that I want to do. I do the evil that I don't want to do. So if I do what I don't want to do, then I am not really the one doing it. It is the sin nature living in me that does this. That's Romans seven eighteen to 20. And when I think about Paul talking about the sin living in me, it's, it's that thing that wants to do what God is not asking me to do, It's doing my own thing. It's finding my own way. It's finding my own king. It's telling God that I have a better way and there, at that there is actually a better person who can do the job. Juliet, don't be so quick to judge what you read but apply it to your own life and use it as a guide for your prayer life. What would you ask me for? And so therefore my P for prayer would be, Abba, I've asked you for deliverance from drugs and you did it. I've asked you for a changed heart to love you with everything in me and you answered that prayer. I thank you for always hearing me and not turning me away You know how to answer me in just the way I would understand. Today, I pray the same for those listening here, that you would answer them in that special and specific way you do with each of us. I'm so glad you don't get tired of my questions or rants and our doubts, but I want them to experience you tangibly like I have. In this, I ask and believe Jesus, your Son. Hey, we've come to the conclusion for the soap chronicle of Minister Juliet Parker. The soap homework for next week is Romans chapter 7, verses 18 and 20. Do yourself an eternal favor and soap the Bible for yourself. Get to God for yourself. Don't look at the church, don't look at other Christians. Go to the Bible and take your issues to God himself. Let it be from your lips to his ears. Soap is where the worried, the wise, the weary, and the world are all invited to sit, to observe, apply, and pray one Bible scripture for yourself. This is Minister Juliet signing off. Don't just leave people with a God bless you. Be the blessing that God sent you to be. Peace out.